otitis externa. Otitis externa is the common disease for primary care attendants in the UK. Causes of otitis externa include infection by bacteria like Staphylococcus aureus or Pseudomonas aeruginosa or fungal or seporic dermatitis or contact dermatitis allergic and irritation. Irritant, allergic and irritant features, ear pain, itch, discharge. By otoscopy, you will find the ear is red, swollen, or eczematous canal. The recommended initial management of the otitis externa is topical antibiotic or combined topical antibiotic with a steroid. If the tympanic membrane is perforated, so aminoglycosoid are traditionally not used. If there is canal debris, then consider removal. If the canal is extensively swollen, then the awick. An earwick is sometimes inserted. Second line option includes consider contact dermatitis secondary to myomycin. So if the patient taking myomycin for any reason, so consider it as a contact dermatitis. Give oral antibiotics like fluxacillin. Fluxacillin. If the infection is spreading, taking a swab inside the e canal. Empirical use of antifungal agent. If the patient fails to respond to typical antibiotics, then patient should be referred to ANT. Malignant otitis externa is more common in elderly diabetics. If the condition there is extension of the infection into the bony air canal and the soft tissue deep to the bony canal, intravenous, intravenous antibiotic may be required. Note that many ANT doctors disagree with this and feel that concern about autotoxicity are unfounded with aminoglycoside if the tympanic brain is perforated. Things. Vertigo. Vertigo may be defined as the false sensation that the body or that the body or environment is moving. The table uh, now the good list the main characteristic or the most important causes of vertigo. Viral appendicitis. Note that it's recent viral infection and sudden onset and may do nausea and vomiting and hearing may be affected. If vestibular neuritis, vestibular neuritis, recent viral infection, recurrent vertigo attacks lasting for hours or days, no hearing loss. Benign paroxysmal positional vertigo, it's a gradual onset and triggered by change in head position. Each episode lasts from 10 to 20 seconds. Meniere's disease, Meniere's disease associated with hearing loss, tinnitus and the sensation of fullness or pressure in one or both ears. Vestibular ischemia in elderly patients and dizziness or extension of neck. Acoustic neuroma. We'll find hearing loss, vertigo tinnitus, absent cornea reflexes an important sign associated with neurofibromatosis type 2. Other causes of vertigo may include posterior circulation stroke, trauma, multiple sclerosis, autotoxicity by gentamicin. Thanks. Benign paroxysmal positional vertigo. Benign paroxysmal positional vertigo is one of the most common causes of vertigo encountered. It is characterized by the sudden onset of dizziness and vertigo triggered by change in head position. The average age of onset is 55 years and it's less common in younger patients. Features vertigo, vertigo triggered by change in head position, position, rolling over in bed or gazing upward, may be associated with nausea. Each episode typically lasts 10 to 20 seconds. Positive dex halibic maneuver. BPP V or benign paroxysmal positional vertigo has a good prognosis and usually resolves spontaneously after a few weeks to months. Symptomatic relief may be gained by Ipley maneuver, successful in around 80% of cases, teaching the patient exercise they can do themselves at home. Termed vestibular rehabilitation, for example, brand this drug. Exercise. Medication is often prescribed like 
beta-histidine, beta-histidine, but it tend to be of a limited value. Around half of people with BPPV will have a recurrence of symptoms three to five years after their diagnosis. Thanks. Vestibular neuritis. Vestibular neuritis is a cause of vertigo that often develops following a viral infection. Features recurrent vertigo attacks lasting from hours to days. Nausea and vomit may be present. Horizontal nystagmus is usually present, but no hair loss or tinnitus. Or tinnitus. Differential diagnosis from viral appendicitis and posterior circulation stroke. The hands exam can be used to distinguish between vestibular neuritis from posterior circulation stroke management. Vestibular rehabilitation. Rehabilitation exercises are the preferred treatment for patients who experience chronic symptoms. Buccal or intramuscular prochloropyrazine pyrazine is often used to provide rapid relief for severe cases. Short oral course of prochlorpyrazine or an antihistamine. Antihistamine like cinnarzine or cyclizine or promethazine may be used to alleviate less severe cases. So it's vestibular neuritis. It's a vertigo uh, developed following a viral infection, features recurrent vertigo attacks last from hours to days. Nausea and vomiting may be present, but no hearing loss, no tinnitus, and horizontal nystagmus is usually present. DD from parallel labyrinthitis and posterior circulation stroke management, vestibular rehabilitation exercise, and buccal or intramuscular prochlorpyrimazine. We can also take oral course of prochlorpyrimazine or antihistamine like cinnarzine or cyclizine or promethazine if they are less in the less severe cases. Thanks. Vestibular schwannoma or acoustic neuroma. Vestibular schwannoma, sometimes referred to as acoustic neuromas, account for approximately 5% of intracranial tumors and 90% of cerebrofontine angel tumors. <coughs> the classical history of vestibular schwannomas, including a combination of vertigo, hearing loss, tinnitus, and absent corneal reflux. Features that can be predicted by the affected cranial nerves, like cranial nerve 8, vertigo, unilateral sensory neural hearing loss, unilateral tinnitus. Cranial nerve 5, absent corneal reflux, cranial nerve 7, facial palsy. Bilateral vestibular schwannomas are seen in neurofibromatosis type 2. Patients with suspected vestibular schwannomas should be referred urgently to ENT. It should be noted that the tumors are often slow growing, benign, and often observed initially. MRI of the circumferential angle is an investigation of a choice. Ultimately, is also important as only 5% of patients will have a normal audiogram. Management is either with surgery, radiotherapy, or observation. Thanks. Tinnitus causes of tinnitus includes Meniere's disease, Meniere's disease associated with hearing loss, vertigo tinnitus, and sensation of fullness of pressure in one or both or both ears. Osteosclerosis is usually at uh, 20 to 40 years. They have conducted deafness and tinnitus and normal tympanic membrane and positive family history. That 10% of patients may have a flamingo tinge in the tympanic membrane caused by hyperemia, increased blood flow, in osteosclerosis. Acoustic neuroma. Acoustic neuroma is hearing loss, vertigo, tinnitus, absent corneal reflux is an important sign associated with neurofibromatosis type 2. Hearing loss. Causes include excessive loud, loud noise and breeze by causes. Drugs like aspirin and sugar anti-fetro drugs or aminoglycosides or loop diuretics or Queenies. Other causes include impacted earwax, chronic superiority uh, arthritis media. Thanks. Meniere's disease. Meniere's disease is a disorder of the inner ear of unknown cause. It is characterized by excessive pressure and progressive dilatation of the endolymphatic system. It is more common in the middle-aged adult but may seen at any age. 
with these has a similar prevalence in both men and women. Features recurrent episodes of Mutaigo, tempest, and hearing loss, sensory neural. Mutaigo is, is usually the prominent symptom. A sensation of oral fullness of oral pressure is now recognized as being common. Other features including the nystagmus and positive Bloomberg sign. Episodes last minutes two hours. Typically, typically symptoms are unilateral, but bilateral symptoms will develop after a number of years. Natural history symptoms resolve in the majority of patients after 5 to 10 years. The majority of patients will be left with a degree of hearing loss. Psychological distress is common. Management ENT assessment is required to confirm the diagnosis. Patient should be informed that DFLA, the current advice is to CCS. The driving until satisfactory control of symptoms is achieved. In acute attack, can use buccal or intramuscular rochlor berazine. Admission is sometimes required. Prevention with a histidine and vestibular rehabilitation exercise may be benefit. Thanks. This is minor disease. Thanks. Osteosclerosis. Osteosclerosis described as a replacement of normal bone by vascular spongy bone. <coughs> It causes a progressive conductive deafness due to fixation of the stabilities at the upper window. Osteosclerosis is autosomal dominant and typically affects the young adult. Osteosclerosis is usually 20 to 40 years and its features include conductive deafness, tinnitus, normal tympanic membrane, positive family history management, hearing aid, stapedectomy. 10% of patients may have a flamingo tint caused by hyperemia rather than normal tympanic membrane. Thanks.